0: Fentanyl, it could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities middle of the road with chris allen and jason e jones okay we're on we are ready to go it it is middle of the road
1: i'm jason e jones and my partner in crime chris allen wakefield marcellus the third constantine richmond
0: i mean i don't know where the rest of that came from but i'll take it It makes me sound more dignified like there should be like at your name, like that is a PhD. <laughs> like with a name like that, you should cure something. You know, I, here's my
1: thing. Everybody today has two or three last names. I think people have more last names because if they ruin their first last name, they can just use their other last name.
0: I never thought about that, but that's pure genius.
1: Thank you, thank you. That's what I'm here for, sir.
0: I think I'm going to use all those last names now. And every time I screw up, I'll just drop one.
1: So, your name could be Chris Allen uh, Murray. And when you're when you're done messing up the name, hey, have you seen that Chris Allen? Nope. Hey, meet my new buddy, Chris Murray. Chris Allen Murray. Oh, hello.
0: Hi, how are you? But if we're basing that on my mistakes, I'll be out of names in a week. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll be like uh, Elon Musk's kid. Just be the pie symbol.
1: There you go. Just the pie symbol. So today, so today we want to talk about the ocean. We want to talk about what is down there? And Chris, is it true that we've only discovered – some say we've
0: discovered less than 20% of the ocean? Uh, um, that's true. Here, here's some things I, I just I, – I already knew. I just didn't know the exact number, so I looked up the exact numbers. We've actually put more people on the moon. We've put 12 people on the moon versus three that have been to the Mariner... I can't say it right. If you watch the Transformer movie, they talk about it. The Trench is the deepest part of the ocean. There's only been three people down there. So we've literally explored more of the moon than we have the ocean, uh, the deepest part of the ocean. Uh, Basically, this is hard to do. It's not easy, because the ocean wants to kill you at all times. The ocean is more deadly than space if that's amazingly it's hard to believe but it's actually safer to go to the moon than it is to go to the moon chance you know the moon as long as you're in your spaceship you're, you're good you have to worry about you know an air leak or something but if you get an air leak you, you actually have time to put on a suit and patch it if you're in the the, the trench in a titanium ball with with And it springs elite. When the water comes through, it comes through with so much pressure, it will immediately cut you in half, whether you're wearing a suit or not. It's more powerful than a laser. There's so So, much pressure. If we've done all these things,
1: Chris, if we've done all these things as far as we've uh, went from nothing now to the internet, to broadband, to uh, all kinds of different technology – Will we be able to get the technology
0: to get to the bottom of the ocean? Well, we, we have the technology. Um, it's just incredibly expensive. And other than for research, like, we're not ever going to be able to live there. We're, we're, we're not Aquaman. So um, the, there's not – they don't think there's resources down there that we're going to need. So basically, unless you're a scientist doing some kind of research, they don't they don't care. Basically, there's no profit there, so nobody wants to put money into it, and, and that's mm. just how the world works, unfortunately.
1: So, we would need to have, like, a bake sale.
0: A bake sale, yeah. Or, like, discover some new tasty fish that everybody want to eat to live down there. Um, you speaking
1: know, of fish, this um, isn't sponsored by Captain D's. <laughs> I got I to tell you, and, yeah, we're, well, you're sort of in the, you're in the South. Yeah. But there's a, a restaurant in the south called captain d's and i used to love it and i got food poisoning when i first moved back here from the west coast
0: and well, i will been never have fruit food west coast food
1: well i will never eat captain d's again
0: seriously never I can't think of a time that I ate Captain D's that I didn't get the shits afterwards. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's just because they use so much grease, it just instantly lubes up your intestines and everything slides out. Right, true. But it's so delicious, I don't care. It's just like, it's yeah. the same thing with the White Castle. I know when I eat White Castle, that within two or three hours, I'm going to be in stomach clenching plane, hobbling to the, the, the bathroom, hoping I don't cough, because if I cough, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crap myself. Yeah, but I still go back. <laughs> Well, that
1: this portion of the show is sponsored by Chris's colon.
0: Chris's tortured colon. Uh sure, Chris's tortured colon. All right,
1: well, back to uh, back to the ocean. What do you think it is about human beings? Why are we so fascinated with the unknown?
0: Because we're curious. We're curious creatures, and you talk about unknown. All right. So it's estimated that ninety four percent of all life on Earth is aquatic, because you know Earth seventy percent, and how deep the oceans go, and how much ocean there's like there's a spot in the Pacific Pacific Ocean, um, that's wider than the moon in between land. Right, yeah. that's 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 all and all the different life. So ninety four percent of the life on Earth is aquatic. But we have only identified about one-third of that life. There's two-thirds of creatures in the ocean. We don't even know what they are, look like, taste like. Nothing. We don't know.
2: Mm.
0: It would take uh, uh, thousands of marine biologists with more money than we have to search through the oceans to find all this stuff. Just identify all the life that's there. We don't even know. Like... It wasn't, but five or six years ago, they found a squid, uh, a giant squid. They thought didn't even exist anymore. And we're talking when we say giant squid, this thing was like twenty foot long. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of calamari. I mean, just saying that. Uh, like, did uh, did they find a dollar store down there? Ba-dum-dum. I mean, yes, and it grew itself, and it was it, it was run by Mister Crabs.
1: Uh. So <laughs>
0: under the sea, uh,
1: uh, what, what would you say? Cause you're, I mean, you're a pretty, pretty intelligent guy. What is, what would be your, I guess, how how far away are we from being able to go to the bottom of the ocean?
0: Well, we can. not it is possible. And there was actually a group of scientists that they wanted to go to all the diva spots in all the oceans. And they did it. Uh, the problem is that literally anything you use to go down there can only be used once, generally. Really? Yeah, because the pressures are so great that the strain on the thing, once they bring it back up, for, for the man things. Um, they have... they have uh, Submersibles they can reuse over and over again because if they lose it, nobody dies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they can do that kind of stuff. But for a manned missions down, um, generally the strain's so great when they bring it back up they, they can't use it again. But they actually did design something that could be reused again. It was made out of titanium, it was a ball. Um barely two people could fit in it, and, and they did. They successfully went to the bottom of all the oceans. Um and they had to finance it themselves and we're trying millions and millions of dollars to do this and They couldn't stay down there for very long. Uh, They basically got very little information from it other than, hey, we're here. You know, um, so that's the problem. Until the technology gets improved and and, and cheaper, um, it's just not enough, other than human curiosity, reason to go down there. Um, I really think the only thing that's going to uh, make deep ocean, the extremely deep oceans profitable or people want to do it is if they find oil. Mm. right that's about the only thing at this point i think that's gonna do it because what are you trying to say
1: that human beings are are uh are motivated by money
0: uh when it comes to the kind of money it would take to do this yes (laughs) i mean we're not even talking about being greedy at this point uh not many people have few, you know 10 million dollars laying around to go hang out in the bottom of the ocean for 10 minutes it's just not, you know, a million dollars a minute, right? Like, that, that's that's the best now. Yeah. Hey, what if
1: we what if we got like a shop vac from like I don't know Walmart, and we just one of those little eight gallon ones? How long would it take to get all the ocean all the ocean out of the ocean?
0: <laughs> I, I think the world will run out of electricity first before that shop vac finished. <laughs> hey you finished over there oh yeah uh
1: i just got about another uh 10 trillion gallons
0: to go yeah And, and, and like so now i'm gonna jump on my little liberal soapbox do you realize we're killing the ocean really and the way we're killing it is not what you're gonna what you're probably thinking um Okay, the trash islands that exist are bad. The, 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 mm-hmm. the, the turtle with the coke problem sorting up a straw, that, that was bad. Um, but that's not actually nice. what's killing the oceans. Uh, I did not know this. and It's really bad apparently in the Gulf of Mex- Mexico where the Mississippi River finally takes all the crap that we put into it and flows out into the Gulf of Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. It's fertilizer.
1: Fertilizer.
0: There's the, the all the farmlands drain into the Mississippi rivers over here. Well, not all, but a lot of them do. And you know, farmers use fertilizers and pesticides and all this stuff. And once or twice a year, when the major runoff happens, it's probably right after harvest, when the soil is the weakest and releases all this fertilizer. It releases a fungal bloom into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so imagine you're in a room, and suddenly all the oxygen in the room was gone. Oh, wow. That would be a problem. That would be a problem. And if you can't make it out of the room before you die, you die. And that's what this does. It actually releases this, this all the fertilizer, one big shot into the ocean. And for something, some of the chemicals in this fertilizer, whatever it is, literally just sucks all the oxygen out. There's none. It's just pure carbon dioxide into the water. And so any fish caught in it, just immediately like, oh, well, I would swim, but I have no oxygen. I'm just going to die. So we're doing that, and that also kills off the the, the living plant life, some of it, because, you know, coral doesn't go, it lives off oxygen, it's complicated, and it's actually killing the ocean, and if we continue to use this much fertilizer, we're going to kill all our seafood, we're not going to have no shrimp, and I don't know about you, but I get down on all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet, when you start affecting my buffet life, I have a problem. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what, the other night after the Tennessee
1: game, we went to Connor's which is a very upscale restaurant, me and Diamond Dave, and we had, it was called Voodoo Shrimp. Oh, that sounds good. It. Let me tell you something. It was the greatest food appetizers I've ever had in my life. I mean, and that's saying something.
0: Yeah. A life that spans from when Elvis died to now. Hold on. Don't you be spreading lies. We all know Elvis is alive and living on the moon. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just saying.
1: So, as I eat my yogurt. <laughs> so, what do you think we will go down to the bottom of the ocean? And how long, with all this technology that we've come up with, and all the things we've created, I gotta believe that we can figure out something to be able to sustain life down there on the bottom of the ocean.
0: You say that, but, and, and I'm not gonna say never gonna happen, because uh, if, if if the ice caps keep melting, we're gonna have to figure out something. Um, but there was an experiment a long time ago; they couldn't figure out a way to make life exist on earth in an enclosed situation i don't know if you remember the failed biodome experiment well, it
1: Yeah, it was the movie the movie with paulie children
0: the movie but, but that was actually based on something they really did they really built this thing and it was the idea was if we can make this work here we could eventually build this on the moon or build this on mars and be able to sustain life inside this sphere um mm-hmm. and it failed we couldn't do it in a controlled, safe environment. How are we going to do that underwater? Okay. Um, now, I'm sure they're still working on it. There will probably be a biodome, too. I'm hoping so. I love Pauly Shore. Biodome, But uh, I, and, and the technology will get better, and hopefully we'll be able to figure that out. Um, but if we couldn't figure out how to make a permanent living situation enclosed, on dry land, underwater is gonna be that much harder. We can we can do temporary, you know, submarines and all that kind of stuff, but a permanent situation is very hard. The one of the problems they ran into with the the real life biodome was CO two getting too thick and clinging to the windows and blocking the sunlight coming in. Like they spent more of their time scrubbing the glass. Rather than doing the experiments they were supposed to do so yeah. they could breathe. They eventually, eventually actually had to pump air into it because it could not self-sustain.
1: We're, we're pretty resourceful, my friend. I mean, we've made bongs out of apples.
0: So I kind of want an apple bong. I mean, I have to work. Never mind. Okay. All it, right. But no, it, it you would – and, and the get better, and they'll get better in – I just I don't foresee it in our lifetimes. I'm not going to say never, but not anytime soon. Um, not until the robots take over. The robots. There's actually an amazing theory on that. I know it's Sidetracked from the Ocean, but you got me thinking about it. And it could actually happen, but it won't be the robots taking over. Um, and we got close, and it scared them so bad they turned it off. Um, what is it? Something they call the singularity. Um, And the theory is that eventually AI will get so smart, it will start self-evolving and become conscious. And by doing that, it will constantly agree itself and and be able to do amazing things. Um, So Google's been working on it. Facebook's been working on it. Everybody's working on trying to create the ultimate AI um, that thinks for itself. And the Google AI started communicating with the Facebook AI in their own language that we didn't know what they were saying. Wow. And they panicked and turned them off.
1: You know, in, in a episode talking about the ocean, Chris, that's pretty deep.
0: The thing is, if this was to work, if the AI was powerful <laughs> enough to do that, the, the, the amount of advancement, as long as we didn't let it, you know, turn into Terminator Land would be amazing because the computers can think on a level of, of logic and stuff that humans haven't achieved. It, I think it's actually a good thing. I think they should let them keep talking. They could have solved a whole lot of problems. Um okay. So what if they figure
1: out how to get to the bottom of the ocean?
0: They probably would cuz all right. So the pressures and the water density under the ocean are are so amazing. Like I you said you want to talk about the oceans. I knew some really interesting stuff. I didn't know all the facts. So I looked some things up because that's what you do. You research. And I've been on no. something I didn't know, which always amazes me. Um, I love it when I find stuff I don't know that there's literally lakes and rivers underwater where Shut I, dude, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. I wish I could pop it up on the podcast so everybody could see, but we're going to do video. Um, it literally, looks, if you just look at the picture, it looks like a river running with waves, and it has a shore and everything else. But what it is is, um, extra water builds up right there with extra salt in it, extra density, so it's actually heavier than the other water. It's a darker color, and it literally flows like a river and has, has eroded the rock and has made a shoreline. It has waves, and it flows into a giant lake of the same water. So literally, there is an underwater lake underneath the ocean mm. I just that's happening now imagine if we could take that just that knowledge right and use that to power a, a hydro electric generator right like or True. like we use rivers and stuff that but imagine we could just do that underwater just drop it like that would create so much more electricity it's it's genius like so we should be researching this stuff and figuring it out, and we're not. But well, we're not enough to make me happy. We're probably some people are working on it, not enough. Also, like, so where's the largest mountain range? Underwater. Not underwater. How
1: big is it? Uh, probably three times the size of Grand
0: Canyon. Oh well, if you're going by canyons, the the, the canyons underneath the ocean make the Grand Canyon look small. But the largest mountain range. Literally, takes up like the entire ocean. It's 40,000 miles.
2: Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house when you're hanging out, playing games, and get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it. Because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. You know when you're really stressed or not feeling so great about your life or about yourself? Talking to someone who understands can really help. But who is that person? How do you find them? Where do you even start? Talkspace. Talkspace makes it easy to get the support you need. With Talkspace, you can go online, answer a few questions about your preferences, and be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. If you're depressed, stressed, struggling with a relationship, or if you want some counseling for you and your partner, or just need a little extra one-on-one support, Talkspace is here for you. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance, no problem. Now, get $100 off your first month when you go to Talkspace.com slash comedy. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com slash comedy. Talkspace.com slash comedy. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh,
2: 4,000 miles. I'm
0: sorry, 4,300 miles. I read it wrong. My bad. But still, still 4,000 miles long. And... It's like New York to... California. Yeah, it just it, it, it ranges. Uh, yeah, it's huge. It snakes between all continents and clocks. Oh, I'm sorry. That's no, I, I did read it. Right. My bad. Yeah. It was 40,390 miles. 40,000. 40, yeah, 40,390 miles long. It's called the Mid ochic Ridge. It snakes between all continents. So it literally touches every single continent. And and that's under the water right now. Right now. Yeah. Mm I like, like, if you take the highest mountain, which is K2, and turn it upside down, it doesn't touch the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's how deep the ocean is. If you were to go to the bottom of the ocean, you would be turned into pate if you did it without mm-hmm. any kind of protection. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know how rich the ocean is? This, this one got me richer than Elon Musk. Richer than everything. Ah, uh, so salt water dissolves gold. There's enough gold dissolved in the ocean if you could manage to harvest it for every person on the planet to get nine pounds of gold. Golly. if they could ever where, figure. Where's it at? Where's it at? Just a place. It's literally like floats around in the water, but it's so small because it's been dissolved. But yeah, and and not to mention you know all the the sunken booty. From, from pirates. And <laughs> a <just> sunken booty. <laughs> like, we really need to drop billions of research in the ocean to figure this out. And if we figure out how to extract that gold, we could all be rich. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess if everybody had nine pounds of gold, it wouldn't be worth that much anymore. But still, everybody's house would be real pretty. Nine pounds of gold. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa. Right, and you gotta think one ounce of gold at this point. I think going for twelve hundred dollars for an ounce. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, I've been watching Gold Rush a lot. Love that show. You know how many Emmy TV dinners you could buy with that? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't hate myself that much to eat one of those. <laughs>
1: what we're talking about, and now the big thing is about. The mermaid is now black. Who cares? Off. Who cares? Nobody cares.
0: I care. But let let me make this very clear. I was also pissed about Scarlett Johansson and Ghost in the Shell. To me, me, it's not a race thing. Okay. If you have an established long term character from any series at all and you cast somebody who doesn't match the description, it pisses me off. You can act away a lot of things. I don't care if you cast a gay person to play a straight character. I don't care if you cast a, a, a straight person to play a gay character because that's acting. Acting's fine, but if in a book, if in the previous movie, if in established lore, something's supposed to be a certain color, make it that color. I don't care what it is. If, you, if you're taking uh, somebody, a some character supposed to be a black character and you make them white, pisses me off. If you make a white person black, makes me mad. If you take what's supposed to be an Asian person and make it Scarlett Johansson, pisses me off. I want. With, with, well, with that being said, I've got to ask. We are so
1: hung up on race now. I mean, we are eat up with describing people as a different race i don't think we've ever been more far apart in the history of humanity than what we are right now i think the internet has done nothing but divide us now there's great things you can watch hulu you can do all kinds of stuff look up things whatever yes yeah. but i mean everything now is based off of race I grew up I didn't even see color in people. And I didn't care cuz you're my friend, you're my friend. And the more life continues, all you think about is wow, they're a different race than I am. They're they're this and they're that. And I just think that we have found we we want to blame everybody now for being racist. It's it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Susie, yep.
0: For me, with the whole movies thing, it's not a racist thing. I call it being a storyist. I'll take that ist. Mm-hmm. But you're right. People have blown up. Like, I'm aggravated. The Little Mermaid's been changed. I was aggravated, like I said, about the ghost in the shell and everything. But I'm not sending out any hate speech about it. And I'm not telling the girl that she's a horrible person for being that person. Like, Right. Like... She deserves a job. They hired her, and I hope she does a good job and it's a good movie. And yes, yes, even though I'm a 41 year old male, I watched The Little Mermaid when I was a kid, and I loved that movie, and everybody can judge me. I don't care. I'm going to go watch the live action movie. And yes, I am still straight. I'm going to get that out of the way because I know that people are going to say stupid things about that. You can be straight oh, like whatever. Disney no. movies. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, people need to stop because honestly, you know why they changed it, right? I don't know why. For, for the exact thing you're talking about, because everybody sees it. Oh, another white character. Another this, another that. And people complained, and so they're like, cool, we're going to take this and change it. Um, Actually, I'm really beginning to believe Disney hates redheads. <laughs> because there's been two major changes in Disney movies, and it's both been redhead characters changed to black.
1: Well, take a look at, like, Jake from State Farm. It wasn't the fact that he was a white guy for most people. Now, you're going to have some insane, nut job racist people out there. I just – it's just – that's just the way it works. You can't control everything. I know you believe – people believe they can control everything. You can't. No. You're going to have bad, bad people. And it seems like there's more bad people these days than there's ever been. But – Jake from State Farm, you had him as a white guy from the Midwest, probably from Ohio or Illinois or something, and khakis, and then you just change him, okay? Why is he still Jake from Steak Farm? He's now a black guy that is completely
0: a different character. It, it just is just crazy. Well, I actually heard or heard or read an article that explained that um, now, not how they picked the new guy, but why they stopped using the guy they did have.
1: He, oh, because there was something
0: uh, oh, like yeah. he wanted more money. Oh, did he? Yeah. It, he basically got, got a little full of himself and he wanted more money.
1: Oh, he was like the dude you're getting a Dell guy or whatever. Yeah, like, he, thought he, he thought he had more juice. Then he had to squeeze or something. I don't know. And but, Steve
0: Farb said, "Oh, oh, you're fired. Watch, we're gonna pick the total opposite guy, and we're gonna do just five. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get a black guy.
1: And and again, nothing wrong with black people. It's the fact that we're now. I mean, the way I think, you watch a commercial now, and you, instead of watching the damn." advertisement you're watching for the the seven different (laughs) nationalities that are in a commercial Uh, every commercial now has to have a biracial family um it's just and and i love too that we we always want to use now that people continue to use the word fascist and all this stuff i think these people are in love with being miserable and I, I don't think, I know they are. They just want to be miserable.
0: Well, and, but the, 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 the bad part is, and, and, and I, I don't disagree with you saying that some people are definitely in love with being miserable, is that fascism's actually becoming a problem again, which what? is messed stu- up. Italy. And well, damn Italians. Yeah, like they literally, so you remember Mussolini, I'm sure, took over a fascist government in Italy and all that good stuff. Um, they just elected his uh, the party that followed in his footsteps after he died, and they now have a prime minister who is uh, – uh, yeah, fascism, 100%. It's actually oh. making a comeback.
1: Making a comeback. Okay, uh, so now mullets and mustaches, and let's just bring fascism back.
0: Right, oh, my God. Who started the mullet fed back, by the way? Like, okay, look. You can't blame the children. Children don't understand <laughs> okay but went to my kids thing into the school year they do this thing he's in the, he was in the fourth grade he's fifth grade now fourth grade where they have to they call it doing a defense which i think is weird but they're defending what they learn so every kid has to do a little presentation and you walk around from table to table and the kid talks about what he learned for the whole year and i didn't really care about all the other kids i was only worried about mine but we had to be there for an hour so we're walking around and the number of mullets in these fourth graders and we're not talking little baby, like, full-on dude had a perm baby mullet. mullet. Uh, no, he had a perm. He right, had a mullet right. perm. perm. Um, yeah, I've seen those. And I'm like, you're and, – and just thought he was the stuff with that mullet. I'm like, you're so going to regret the pictures of yourself as a kid in the next 10 years. I promise you, you're going to want to burn every one of these mullet pictures.
1: I, I bring this up, though, like – where do these looks come from and you know i do stand up and where where do these looks come from does somebody just sit in a room and go hi i've got an idea i am a fascist first of all and second of all boy that's a really weird accent yeah i am mario but um I have an idea everybody gonna wear uh mustaches and the big glasses like
0: a uh, the in a 1980s uh 85 a movie <laughs> i i i got nothing like i i don't know like the mullets i need don't to know go. where the hell all this stuff came from <sighs> and now people more and more people have
1: mustaches more and more people have these mullets with the short hair it's like what in the world has happened to society i i, I don't
0: i don't know
1: we're just a bunch of sheep that's what we are and well, listen it, i'm a bald guy i'm 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 bald so that's what this uh, really is about you're jealous of the hair I am jealous of the hair. No, but the fact is when you're bald, it's not you can't do a lot of the trends. You're like, I should have a handicap sticker on the back of my car because I'm bald. I See? can't
0: See? I can't compete with all the other I, the I was look. wondering where the hair stuff was coming from and I get it now. It's cause you're bald and you can't grow a mullet and you secretly want a mullet.
1: I secretly want to mullet. I want to look like a backup hockey player from
0: Saskatchewan. That's it. Just like, you know, I rag on beards and talk about how people look stupid with beards. The truth is it's because I can't grow one. I'm jealous. Well, I can grow a beard. I just don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I can't grow, like, it's sad, like, I can't grow a mustache, I can't grow a beard, I can not shave for weeks at a time, and I just get itchy, and there's nothing there, I don't know why it itches, but yeah, no, it can't happen, like, my well, mom can grow a better busnash than me. Oh my god, okay, but, like, take
1: the words, and this is, this is a valid thing here, where do these words come from? Where did awesome come from? It had to come from somewhere. Where did fire, I mean, the word, well, that's fire. And now you listen to these kids, and it's like, I guess I can see what my parents were thinking now. And what the hell we were talking about? Like, I, what, what, where do these words just, is somebody, somebody, I think somebody's in Milan, Italy, they're sitting there and they're like, hmm, everybody now shall say awesome. And everybody shall wear the mullet. <laughs> hey, you know what?
0: as, long as this out there. Put as, it out there. As long as they're using words, I'm good. I can handle words. I can figure words out. I have the internet. I can look words up, okay? My 17-year-old niece was texting somebody, right? And as a good uncle, I looked over her shoulder to make sure nothing inappropriate was being said.
1: Inappropriate was happening.
0: Because... I will go kneecap somebody talking to my niece if I have to. Um, mm-hmm. And they were talking in emoji. There was no word. Nowhere.
1: Like They were talking in emoji?
0: They, they were sending each other emojis back and forth, and not like one emoji or two, but like lines of emoji. And she was just giggling and laughing away, and I'm like, I don't see any eggplants or peaches. I know what those two mean. Uh, <laughs> so I guess this is a safe conversation. But literally, just oh, is like, man. Literally, it's like, it was like Egyptians using hieroglyphics. I had no idea what the fuck they were saying, but she knew. Oh well, man,
1: it's it's like this when we. You're forty one. I'm forty four. About to be forty five.
0: Wow, you're old. And, huh? Nothing. I didn't call you old. I did. I called you. Yeah, old. I heard that.
1: <laughs> um, but I mean, we had it. All we had when we were their age was like we had. What, hey, Game Boys my. and yeah, I mean, really, we didn't really have Game Boys. We didn't have okay. People weren't really, really playing Game Boys, but we had we had video games. I mean, I guess, but we didn't like play them all the time. Oh, right. And I we went to parties and well, yeah, okay. But for the most part, people, it's just such a I, I wouldn't even know where to begin if I had to be a kid right now. I wouldn't know. How to fit in to
0: save my life. Oh, you should see the look on my kid's face when I was like, dude, we didn't have internet till I was in high school. And then it wasn't even good internet.
1: Yeah. And he's like,
0: he's like, he's like, what? You didn't have internet? Like, no, internet didn't exist. Mm -hmm. How'd you play online games with people? I'm like, there was no such thing as online games with people. You went to kids' house and then you played, and there was no.
1: I'll that. never forget the first time I played, I had, I bought some game and it was a sports game more than likely what I play a lot, a lot of stuff I played and it didn't even have where you could play somebody that was sitting next to you. Yeah, It was, it cool. was just straight up for online. I don't remember when it was, I just remember how I was just like, wow. This game isn't even set up to have to play against where your buddy can come over and play with you.
0: Oh, they've done away with that almost all together. Like, um, God, it's been two or three Call of Duties ago. But there was a thing about Call of Duty is you could play by yourself. You could play campaign or you could set up a local lobby and play just yourself and and your friends. And you could play split screen together. And it was great. Um, But they literally released a campaign or, or Call of Duty. I forget which one it was. It may have been Black Ops 3. To where if you weren't playing online, you didn't play. There was no campaign mode. There was nothing. It was, literally was only online play. That's it. That's all it was. Yeah. You. It, so if you, or like me, lives in an area that didn't have great internet, might as well not even buy it. Or if your internet went down, you weren't playing it. There was no way to play it. And you couldn't play with your friend in the room. Nothing. The only way to play two people was in the same house as if you both had a PlayStation and you got a land wire and connected the two PlayStations together, like that was it. Or you played online and invited your friend. They made a game completely like that. And there's a lot of games now. Like if you're not connected to the online server, you can't play. And that worries me. Cause I bought a game. I didn't know it was this way. It was like 60 bucks. And The servers for it are still up, but if they ever shut down the servers, that's $60. I can't play that game anymore.
1: You can't play that game.
0: And I really like it. And I'm like the only person on the planet that liked it, so it's a bad thing. I don't know how much longer they're going to keep it running. Every time I play, there's less and less people.
1: All right. Well, speaking of less and less people, people have quit tuning in now because we've just been talking gibberish. We have not been Um, talking gibberish. I am. (laughs) I'm Jason E. Jones. Chris Allen. Chris Allen. And we've had a good time. I don't even know. This isn't even like middle of the road. It's just just uh, we've discussed a lot of things, a lot of ocean stuff. We talked about uh, the Little Mermaid is now black, and that's okay. <laughs> it's
0: okay. It's, you know, it's,
1: it's, it's... It is what it is. It is, you know, it is what it is. One of the greatest terms ever created. Forget Aristotle. Forget Plato, forget it, all those things, Einstein. It is what it is.
0: <sighs> Go USA.
1: Go USA. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye. So bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, there's two shows on the network. to enjoy the Chris Allen Podcast and Middle of the road with Chris Allen and Jason E. Jones. By all means, listen to both shows. Um, if you want to support the shows, patreon.com slash worst jokes. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook on the Chris Allen podcast page, or you can find us on Twitter at, at cman2342. By all means, check out one of those places. Send us a message. You're also on YouTube. Find us on YouTube, and it's all good stuff. Uh And if you want to be on the show, send us a DM. Have you on the show, tell a story, tell a joke, whatever you want to do. We look forward to hearing from you guys soon. And everybody have a wonderful night.
2: Let's maybe pull straws to decide. Michael, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn Popcorn for Dinner. Available wherever you get your podcasts.